Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a fascinating show today. You know, everybody knows at the Dotcom Magazine show, at Dotcom Magazine, everybody calls me Mr. Safety. I mean, I've got flashlights and I've got gadgets and I'm, you know, very interested in personal safety. And everyone knows that I love all the things that go along with personal safety, especially driven through technology. My wife calls me Mr. Safety all the time. So listen, we were talking about safety and we, we had a discussion to bring on a leader in the field, somebody that's got something sort of new and hip, a new app that really resonated for our entire team. And we went through the Rolodex and we found Mr. Peter Goodman. And when you hear what he has going at his company called Kazoo, I think it's really going to resonate for you. They've developed a B2B mobile SOS technology that really saves lives. I mean, it's really, really interesting through enhanced 9-11 connectivity. And when you hear the story, I think you're going to love it. You're going to want to download the app and check it all out. I mean, it's, it's super cool. It just transforms your personal smartphone really into a personal safety device. It's super cool. So Peter, welcome to the dot-com magazine entrepreneur spotlight series today. Thanks, Andy. It's great to be here. Well, listen, everybody knows all my family and friends and everybody at Dotcom Magazine, people watch the show, as a matter of fact, they know they call me Mr. Safety. So when I saw Kazoo, it made all the sense in the world what you're doing. But before we get into it, let's pull the lens back like we always do at the start of the show to 30,000 feet and tell us about Kazoo. Okay. Well, the impetus for Kazoo um, <clears throat> is really um, one, one night I was driving back um, you know, from an event, it was around midnight and it was uh, dark, cold on the side of the highway. And I blew out actually two tires. And so um, I had no idea where I was. I have no idea about the mile marker. So um, I needed help, you know, and um, I needed to reach an emergency contact. Um, and, um, you know, there was no, um, you know, even if I had reached an emergency contact, they would have no idea where I am as well. So I started to think that I needed help in the moment. And so um, I started to think about all the different applications for, um, you know, intervention technology. For instance, Uber, you have assaults or, you know, deaths or tragedies or, um, you know, you have live stream events or things that are happening in the moment. People record these or live stream them, but they can't get help. So that was kind of like the crux of the idea. I love it. I mean, here you are, you're driving down a, you know, a road, a highway, 
it's nighttime, you, you know, something happens to the vehicle, you pull off to the side of the road, you're kind of looking around like anybody would, a little freaked out about what's happening. You realize at that moment, as a technologist and as an entrepreneur, that there's a big problem that needs to be solved here. And it's really, really fascinating for the entrepreneurs watching the show. I mean, right there, that must resonate for you with someone that saw a big need, a big problem that actually affected his own personal life. And then here he is with Kazoo. Now, listen, I love what's going on with Kazoo. It's so interesting, Peter. You know, we had a chance prior to the show today to have a pre-interview. And one thing that really resonated for me and kind of made me kind of scared was how many of these 911 calls end up at the wrong 911 location. So let's talk about that because that's just crazy information that people need to hear about. Yeah, absolutely. And and really that applies to the situation I was telling you. Even if I had called 911, um, 911 calls are not that accurate. Um, And um, what happens is we're really dealing with 50-year-old technology so that um, you know, normally cell phones, your friends know where you are. If you walk in front of, um, you know, a storefront, they can send you an ad on your cell phone. But when you need help, a life and death situation, the way that the 911 infrastructure or system is, um, you know, configured um, is old technology. So it's basically giving you a best guess between three different towers. So it could be basically, hey, we're, we think you're in within 300 meters, um, so, um, so what ends up happening is, you know, what with, with Kazoo is that we're able to do a 30, um, you know, a 30 foot um, radius, basically, because we're passing the vital information directly through to 911. So it's not only more accurate, but um, you don't have to uh, know your location, you don't have to have all your vital information, it's passing it along right to the emergency call center in seconds. Wow, it's so interesting. And of course, here recently, Peter, without naming any names, there was a big story in the news. And, you know, it was a murder mystery. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, a a young lady uh, ended up on the the wrong end of of an argument and and was uh, apparently murdered. And and again, I, I don't like to bring that type of news up, but I'm just thinking, and as I was, I was watching all the news reports about it, I mean, if she only had Kazoo, I mean, the whole dynamic could have possibly changed because what you're really doing is you're saving people's lives. So let's talk about it. You know, somebody goes to the app store, they download Kazoo. Tell us what happens. You know, God forbid somebody has an emergency or needs, uh, needs to reach out to be saved What's the process with Kazoo at a high level? Of course, let's not get so into the technical aspects of it, even though you can very well do that. But let's talk about the high level about what happens. Okay. Well, currently the product is um, in beta form. You know, we spent um, two years um, plus developing this technology because it's not, it's very complex because you're dealing with location-based services, 911, et cetera. Um, But when the product does come out, um, we have a business-to-business um, applicability. So, for instance, um, you know, Disney or AT&T, um, you know, colleges and universities or home security companies could um, white label um, or co-brand Kazoo and distribute it through their channels to millions of customers. In addition, we're going to have a B2C aspect of it so that you could go to the, you know, to the app store 
any um, you know consumer can download the app and get set up. Um, you know, include their emergency contacts, and you know, there's even more that you can do with Kazoo. It's a location-based app dealing with communication, social activities, etc. So it's really applicable to um, people's everyday lives, not just emergency situations. And that was really important that people trust it, they're familiar with it, they're addicted to it. Um, so those are kind of like the two ways, uh, two different channels in terms of how people would, would get the application. That's great. And of course, the, the, the adoption is going to be so big once, you know, the big carriers and the, you know, the large technology companies see what, what this kazoo can do. Uh, I had a chance to take a look at sort of the process and I showed it to the team and we're all just so, you know, thrilled with what's happening. It was really amazing. All the ways, Peter, you and your team have thought through this program. Now, one thing that happens, you know, my wife and I, we have on each other's phone sort of a find the iPhone app, you know, because, you know, I don't mind my wife knowing where I'm at and she doesn't mind, you know, me knowing where she's at. It's just a safety feature. But you've got some great technology with Kazoo as well with regard to, you know, being able to find somebody within 30 feet. I mean, that's remarkable. Let's talk about how that's all going to work with the technology that really is going to save lives. So, so um, in terms of how the technology works um, with you and your wife, um, you have, um, you know, find my friends or your wife can see where you are, you can see where she is, but um, that's only useful. So, you know, in, in as much as you guys know where you are, but if there is an emergency, um, you, you or her can send out, um, you know, within seconds, an emergency notification, which has a loud beeping noise on your phone. Um, it's a push notification. When, when she or you accepts it, you see the live broadcast paired with location. You can pull down the map. If it's just kind of, let's say, a broken down car or something that, that doesn't require 911, you can help her, right? But if it's an elevated situation like a crime or something more um, invasive, um, two things. Um, you can actually call 911 if you're halfway across the country. Just tap 911. It will route to the local jurisdiction of where your wife is, the local emergency call center, and deploy help right away. That's what's unique. That's what no one has. Um, and that's kind of the magic behind Kazoo's um, emergency technology. Wow, I love it so much. So no matter where I am in the country, God forbid. Or world. <laughs> what's that? Or world. Worldwide. Wherever yeah. I am worldwide then. You know, yeah. if I have an emergency, then it's going to contact into the sort of local, you know, SOS response team, right? Is that the way it works? Exactly. It will be routed um, electronically um, into the local emergency call center. It's not trying to find her with bouncing off different cell towers. It's much more accurate and precise. And not only what it's doing in terms of getting to the right call center within seconds, it's also passing along her name, her phone number, her longitude, latitude, um, any other critical information that um, the phone, um, you know, she deems, um, you know, available to, to pass along, as opposed to the 911 operator saying, I can't hear you, where are you? What's going on? 
So for instance, if you're intervening um, on behalf of your wife, you can actually tell the 911 center what's going on. It's giving you on-scene eyes, which again is very different than any, any other technology that's out there. Wow, Peter, it's so cool and it's so interesting. And really, when we think about saving lives, you know, moments and minutes matter. And that's so interesting. Now, there's another component of Kazoo that caught our attention that we just loved. And we're, we're, you know, we're saying to ourselves, you know, everybody here at Dotcom Magazine, this is going on our phone. I mean, it, it, it looks really great. You have a, a video component also, which is very, very fascinating to us. Maybe you could walk us through that a little bit. Right. In addition to the live streaming component, we've also integrated um, immediate live streaming technology so that, for instance, um, and, and we know that there are other apps out there like WhatsApp um, or Facebook Live. There are a lot of apps that just do instant live, you know, that do live streaming. But what we do is whether it's, let's say, a child um, who's locked out of their house and the mom's at work, he can just tap a button right on his app and it'll do an instant live stream with a bi-directional communication with his wife, uh, with his mom, which is very helpful. If you're out with friends and you're at a concert or wherever, you can do instant live streaming as well. But what's, and there's no limit in terms of, you know, the duration, but what we do is we automatically save that information or save that video so that a lot of times when you're instant live streaming, once it ends, it disappears. Um, however, with us, it's automatically saving that, you know, on your phone for 14 days, you can then download it, you know, and save it, you know, forever. And that also relates, by the way, to the emergency technology, because um, it, it, even though it's live streaming, um, it automatically, when it's cut off or it ends, it's automatically saving that live stream video to your phone paired with location so that whether you know you want to show it to law enforcement or you need need it for some kind of record, um, it's always accessible and you and the user owns their own data. So Peter, it's so well thought out. And you know, the, when when I listen to this, what you've been able to do with your team is really transform any smartphone into a personal safety lifeline, really that really ensures total peace of mind. I mean, I'm talking about for tens of millions of users worldwide, and we just love it so much. I mean, what, what we really like at the dot-com magazine is when someone like you, an entrepreneur with this great background and experience that you have, is able to put together something that is very complicated sort of on the back end, but front-facing to the consumer, they say, wow, I get it. It's simple and easy to use. And, you know, it, they've made personal safety easy. Even though it's a complex back-end system, the front-facing system for the consumer is remarkable. And that's why I think so many, you know, large organizations, large technology companies, large phone companies, et cetera, in your B2B model are going to be adopting this as part of their system. Now, you know, one thing that's really interesting already is, you know, you've got a world-class engineering team that is building this app. I mean, people from Infinity and Microsoft, Warner Music, I mean, incredible people. So when we think about building, you know, this app, how long was it from the time you were on the side of the road, you know, in the dark night and you started sort of thinking to yourself, there's got to be a better way, we have a big problem here, to the time where the app started being built? 
Yeah, I would say, you know, three and a half years ago, you know, I kind of, or, you know, around three, three years ago, um, I had that um, incident and I started thinking about um, how to um, implement this type of emergency services. Before that point, you know, I've been in uh, mobile technology for eight years and we were focused on location-based services dealing with parental and family safety, you know, alerts if you, you, know, you want to know where your child is, if they're at home, if they arrive to school, et cetera. But that was really focused and location-centric. Um, when that happened to me, I started to think about, hey, you know, this, what if, what if someone can, um, if, if we can develop not just a technology that people can say, hey, did you see what happened to me? Or this was happening, but you can't get help. So I started to think, what, if we, what happens if we have technology where we can actually get help in the moment, in that second, and, you know, be rescued or, you know, um, or attended to? Um, so it was basically about, you know, three years. And then, you know, Kazoo uh, was founded um, a little over two years ago. So it's been a pretty, you know, big effort, but um, the technology had been developed, even the underlying technology before even Kazoo was founded. That's awesome, Peter. And, you know, you're along the path. I mean, you've taken amazing steps. People are already talking about Kazoo. I mean, you've already been vetted by AT&T and FirstNet to, to enter into their app developer certification program, which is really, really powerful. I think you've already signed a, a marketing channel partnership with a national nonprofit, which is really you know, interesting that gives you immediate access to hundreds of thousands of their users. I mean, you're really putting all the things in place necessary to show off who you are and what you're all about. I know you're based in Washington, D.C., and this platform is several years in the making. I know you're just so proud of it. And when we saw it, it just resonated for us. Let's talk a little bit about entrepreneurship just for a minute, Peter, because people watching the show, they're going to say to themselves, well, you know, this gentleman was on the highway. He Something happened to his car. He had to pull off to the side of the road. And right there in the middle of the night, you know, he, he said to himself, there has to be a better way. There's a big problem. I can solve this problem through a technology platform. So let's talk about this entrepreneurial leadership team that you have, because you put together a great team of people. And, and uh, what's the key? You know, when you're in a startup mode, Peter, what's the key uh, with putting together the best team that you possibly can? Yeah, I mean, the old adage or people always say that um, you're investing in people. Um, you can have the best product in the world, but if you don't have the right people to bring it to market, you know, to get the funding, to do the analysis, figure out the go-to market plan, has the experience, um, that amazing technology will never make it. You know, um, I feel very fortunate in this case. We have an A team and we have, you know, an incredible, you know, what I believe is an, an A, um, you know, um, expansive product. And so in terms of our team, um, I've been doing entrepreneurial, you know, um, companies endeavors since graduating college. I started out in medical software, um, pretty much all SaaS-based companies. Um, and um, the team that I assembled um, are people along the way, colleagues along the way that I've had with me that we've had joint successes with. So for instance, you know, I've been working with um, the head of marketing and strategy for, you know, 10 years. Um, 
I've been working with our head of finance who uh, she and I have gone through um, multiple rounds of venture capital, private equity. So um, we knew that aspect. You know, we have an incredible technology team, um, uh, the, the systems architect and, and essentially CTO, again, as you mentioned, who's worked with some of the leading um, engineering teams or uh, engineering or, or um, technology companies out there. And, you know, we also have a great, you know, product design, you know, team as well. So it's, it's basically a, a really finding the right people and knowing, you know, being aligned in mindset, being aligned in terms of um, the overall vision for the company and basically marching to the same beat. I love it. And that's so, so important. And of course, corporate culture starts at the top, Peter, and you know, you've, you've, you've done such a great job. I mean, you're already have raised money from founders and 381 Reg CF investors that are really interested in your offering. And it's really, really remarkable. So let's finish. And I know you've only cut out a certain amount of time as a startup founder. I know you're going a million miles an hour, uh, but you've only cut out a certain amount of time. And I really appreciate it because this has been fascinating. I've been wanting to get you on the show for a number of months and we finally were able to book you. But let's talk about entrepreneurship. When we think about entrepreneurs, younger entrepreneurs, especially going through their journey, oftentimes they hit a tough time. Sometimes they hit a roadblock. Sometimes they hit a wall that's hard to get through. Sometimes they freeze in the frame. They don't know what to do. So based on your you know, vast experience, maybe you could share some insight to the younger entrepreneurs watching the show about what it takes to get through those tough times and keep on going. Right. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that because um, a lot of times, and I know I experienced this, especially when I was a young entrepreneur, but also even today, um, entrepreneurs often feel like no one understands, you know, they're, they're alone. Um, you know, everyone's asking them for something. All the pressure is really on their shoulders. And what I would recommend um, is really trying to get involved with um, other entrepreneurial groups. Like for instance, um, YEO, you know, is for, you know, young entrepreneurs um, where you meet and, and, you know, regularly with other entrepreneurs in similar industries. And it, it's not like a misery loves company, but it's, it's, it's kind of like about sharing ideas and networking. And the other thing that I think is really important is um, to find a good mentor or mentors um, because, um, the big thing that is okay to do, it's okay to fail. I mean, no one likes to fail, but it's okay to fail if you learn from those failures or mistakes. Um, and, you know, I think that, um, you know, being a young entrepreneur is, you know, it's really important to, you know, get involved and be, um, you know, have a really good network, um, you know, to really make sure that you don't feel alone and you also have help along the way. I love it so much, Peter. I mean, it's really, really awesome what you've developed. You know, it's really interesting when I think about it and I think about what you're doing at Kazoo. It has to be remarkable waking up every single morning and saying to yourself, yeah, we've got this great technology. You know, this we're developing this B2B mobile SOS technology that saves lives and the technological aspect of it is so super cool. And you're working with world-class leaders and developers and this enhanced 9-11, connectivity is really going to transform the entire space as far as I'm concerned of personal safety as a personal safety lifeline that's going to give peace of mind to literally millions of people. But I'm thinking to myself, you know, waking up in the morning 
with what you're doing, you have to feel like, wow, this is super interesting, but it's more importantly, really kind of important because I'm going to be able to save and our team's going to be able to save lives. And we're going to, you know, give people peace of mind and goodness knows how many lives Kazoo is going to save in the future. And, and just, of course, through the 9-11 program, the 911 program, the connectivity program that you have, that's going to save countless lives just from the timing aspect of the direct connectivity to the 911 operators and the, and the people that are going to help save those lives and, and be there for those people, whether it's a, a, an emergency that potentially could cost them their lives or something, God willing, less important than that. People still need help no matter where they turn all the way along the way. This is remarkable. We love what Kazoo's doing. I'm going to have you back on the show, you know, in another couple months. And we want to sort of draw out a little bit more, more of the success stories. You know, once you get this thing up and going and once so many people start using it and once the technology actually starts saving the lives that you and I both know that it will and your team knows that it will. And more importantly, the people that are investing in your company know that it will. And of course, all the large tech companies that are really coming to your door and saying, hey, Peter, we heard about Kazoo. We want in. Let's let's chat. Let's get this thing going. So, Peter, thank you so much for coming on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. I've been waiting a long time, and this is just super interesting technology. And congrats on taking this problem and solving it with just a very unique uh transformational technology that you have with Kazoo. Well, thanks for having me, Andy. I really enjoyed the conversation and look forward to coming back.